0: Portland's Multnomah County lost $1 billion with a B from 2020 to 2021, just a two-year period, as high earners left the city amid riots, pandemic, homelessness, fentanyl abuse, sidewalks lined with tents, you name it, your high earners are leaving. Let's get into it. Here we go. Do you find this shocking? Not me either. Multnomah County lost over $1 billion in income as high earners fled the area during the lockdowns. Riots and spikes in crime as the first year of the pandemic, according to a new report. According to an analysis of data from the Internal Revenue Service by the Oregonian from income tax returns filed in 2020 and 21, Multnomah County lost a net 14,257 tax filers and their dependents, many of whom were high earners, who could do jobs remotely, resulting in a net income loss of over $1 billion. Okay. Some of those people have probably gone back because that whole, you know, that remote work thing, the whole work from home. Yeah. We're going to need you back in the office. That's literally what's going on. Okay. Yeah. I know we said we're going to work from home forever, but now we need you back three days. I mean, four days. We'll need you in the office pretty soon. It'll be, I'll need you in the office on Saturday. Yeah. No, I mean, you had a whole bunch of people leave because they could, and they're the, you know, they're the high wage earners. But bottom line is a lot of those folks will not be back because what they got out of their location in Portland, Multnomah County, Multnomah County is a big county and basically just known for Portland. It's the big city in the county, right? A lot of those folks, yeah, they're not going back. They're not going back because what they get for their money in that city, it doesn't doesn't make sense. They're out of there. They're going to go somewhere else. They have money they can afford to. They're out of there. The outlet reported that the average income of those who left in 2020, the most recent year available, was 14% higher than those who moved the previous year. Yet the average income of those who remained in or moved to the county declined during the same time frame. See that out-migration happening? Yeah. You got an out-migration and then you've also got an income inequality deficiency. I'm just making a bunch of words up there, but you, you know what I'm saying, right? You get what I mean. The outlet's analysis of the IRS data is similar to the most recent Census Bureau estimates, which revealed that Multnomah County has the largest population decline of any county in Oregon. Well, you could also say that's because it's, well, you know, the biggest county, I believe, and you've got more people than anywhere else. Uh, okay, a bunch of them left, makes sense. Same thing happened in New York, right? The two states that had the that have had the greatest loss of taxpayer, you know, income revenue, have been California and New York. The two greatest states that have had inflow, Texas and Florida, blue to red. Simple as that. Simple as that. And a lot of that is based on it's based on businesses and then taxation, state income tax, you know, all of those factors that kind of work together from an economic standpoint, let alone the beauty of the state, or good cup of coffee, or you know, strip clubs, you know, Portland, that kind of thing. The city's largest city, Portland, has saw an exodus during this time frame, which has continued causing the Rose City to be one of the fastest declining large cities in 2022, according to the Oregonian. The city has also grappled with record-breaking homicides. Man, we haven't been hearing that this year. I believe homicides are down, right? I think they're at, are they at 30 or 40. Whereas last year, man, we, last year was a record, over 100, hundred hundred homicides in, in uh, Multnomah County. Portland, Portland. Problem is exacerbated by the fact that Portland police lack resources to follow up on investigations and property crimes. Yeah, that that is so true. I mean, and i I know that on basically a daily basis from uh, communicating with the man in blue down there. It's like, all right, yeah, we're down this many for this shift, down that many for this shift. You're going to crank up the overtime, you know, stuff like that. Those are facts that you can't avoid. When you go into a shift and you're working on two-thirds capacity or even worse in Seattle, working on 50% capacity, you know, those are not the direction you want those numbers to go. Because when that happens, you are indicating you don't have the resources to follow up on investigations. Nobody's reporting property crimes because they know nothing's going to happen. So a lot of these cities where we're talking about criminal activity seems to be down because nobody's reporting it because why would they? Why waste your time calling 911, throwing out a police report, spending a bunch of time when you've been through this drill multiple times? because you live in a city where, you know, people are flip frequently have their homes broken into, their businesses broken into. Man, did you see that Gucci robbery down in California? Just a bunch of, you know, hoodlums go in and just rob the store blind. That was a wacky one. But we've been seeing that consistently, right? Organized retail theft. I mean, that is a small mob going in and just <laughs> clearing out the Gucci store. Making matters worse was a revelation in 2022 that District Attorney Mike Schmidt is prosecuting less than half of all misdemeanor theft cases referred to his office by police. And his response would be, the police aren't giving me enough information for me to prosecute these crimes. Don't have enough information to go off of. I have to dismiss them. Well, maybe if you had some more cops, you'd be able to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's not the case. So whether it's the district attorney or it's the police's inability to basically do their job because they are down so many officers, because of defund the police, because of anti-police rhetoric, because nobody wants to be a cop, because you've got more people retiring, quitting, making lateral moves to other police departments versus incoming. Yeah, there's that. According to the analysis, many who left Multnomah County in 2020 and 2021 have moved to nearby suburbs. And that's what I talk a lot about. The burbs. People are going to the burbs. Why is that? Well, because they're better run. Yeah. Oftentimes they are better run. While some uh, went out of state to places such as Spartanburg County in South Carolina, Kitsap County in Washington, Kitsap County in Washington. uh, Yeah, that is, um, it's affordable. That's it's, it's some beautiful country and it's affordable and liberal strongholds such as Travis County in Texas, which contains Austin as well as San Francisco. Can you imagine moving out of Portland to San Francisco? All right. Okay. Yeah. But Spartanburg County in South Carolina. If you're in Spartanburg County, South Carolina, let me know how it's going. I've never even heard of that county. Kitsap County? Yeah. Uh, Austin. I mean, we all know that Austin's, it's got that whole liberal thing in a you know red state. So I, I get it. The high earners typically move to areas with more space or other urban areas, while those with lower incomes usually stayed in Oregon, but move to more affordable counties because they don't have enough, they don't have the resources to make that move. Right? They're like, okay, we're kind of stuck here. We can make a, we can move a county over, but you know, our job is here. Don't know if we're going to get that job elsewhere, whatever it might be. They're not inclined to just pick up and make a move from Seattle to Florida. Like we, we have had dozens and dozens of those transactions here at Summit Properties Northwest. It's just where they move into Florida, where they move into Texas. Tons of those, just tons. I mean, it's not, I'm not making stuff up. You know, people are not moving from Seattle to San Francisco unless it's job related. All right. I got this killer job down there. Yeah, I know my rent, my mortgage is going to be crazy expensive, but for my career, I got to take this move and um, we're going to make it work. It's like, okay. All right. Yeah. See how that works out. The Oregon, Oregonia noted that the state deaths outnumber births. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That combined with the loss of income could result in cuts in government spending due to budget shortfalls, as the state is heavily reliant on the high earners as a source of revenue due to Oregon's personal income tax. Mm -hmm. What have we just talked about there? We have talked about the doom loop. And the doom loop for any of these cities is as their tax revenue decreases. They got a couple of options. One is to increase the taxes and generate more revenue or decrease their services so that folks in their city get less. Pay more, get less. That's not the direction you want to go. Get more, pay less. That's where all these folks are going, right? This is it's it, it, it is not that difficult to figure out. And yet you talk to so many people and you're like, did you know that there's a massive out migration from Portland? What? No way. Why would that be? You know, the the inevitable doom loop is you've only got a few options. And these cities, San Francisco being a prime example, you know, 23 million square feet of office space in its downtown core, empty. You've all seen the videos. You've seen it's Metal Leo, I think. He's doing walkthroughs of all these communities in San Francisco. They're empty. They're flat out. Their retail is empty. I mean, it's block after block after block. He'll go, yeah, that used to be a whatever. Ah, uh, there's Nordstrom. The sign's still up, but it's closed down. And just, you know, block after block of really well-known, recognizable shopping districts. Westfield Mall being one. The majority of its stores closed down. The owners of the Westfield Mall gave their keys back to the lender Here you go. Good luck with that mall. We can't make this work anymore. So the more that you have of that, the less revenue comes in. What's the city going to do? They're going to tax the people left and they're going to cut those expenses, meaning they're going to cut those services. So now that, that bus, that transport, that public transportation that used to bring people in that made people want to work in downtown. All right. I can get there pretty easy. Now that bus schedule gets cut down. The cleanup of whatever civic services gets cut down. Pumping money into the infrastructure of the city gets cut down. Revitalizing areas gets cut down. And it just continually gets worse. So, you know, I, I think the, the deaths that outnumber the births, yeah, that's one thing. Okay. And the number of people that left during the pandemic, that's another thing. But then you start to put all of these together. And you've got some real financial issues coming up. And I talk a lot about the whole commercial real estate being a ticking time bomb. And I really believe that to be true because what are you going to do to turn around this whole remote work, work from home deal, right? What are you going to do to turn that around? Because that is what's happening. And this is not, this is not a West Coast deal. It's not an East Coast deal. This is a worldwide deal. You've got cities all around the world, that shut down during the pandemic, required their employees, everybody who could to work from home, so we didn't all die of the Rona, and uh, now, now you've given people their freedom, the employees their freedom, they do not want to give it back. Nobody wants to give it back. We had a walkout here at Amazon. It was a weak walkout at best. I mean, it was kind of like a lunch break protest. But in the media, it's been oh, hundreds of Amazon employees walked out in protest of going back to the office three days out of the week. Three days out of the week, you're working from home the rest. You're working from wherever, willy-nilly. You got a four-day weekend, essentially, right? Because I think a lot of folks can pack their workday into a couple hours and they can do laundry, they can do whatever. Now, there's a lot of people that work, you know, you got to, if you're in a job where you're working remotely, oftentimes you've got the, the ability to measure your work production. And if you're in sales, well, how many sales do you get? You get that? Okay. It's like real estate. You eat what you kill, right? So if you don't kill much, uh, how, how'd your sales go this week? Uh Yeah. And you work from home four days a week. Okay, well, I'm going to take that into consideration. Amazon is going down the route of, yeah, you know, on your next performance review, we're going to be looking at how many days you were in the office. So that's three days a week. So you got 40% of the work week where people aren't there. These real estate spaces, they're going to get more, they're going to become more and more vacant. And that is a, that's a worldwide trend, So now all this space that's empty combined with people leaving New York, New York City had one of the greatest exoduses of folks during the pandemic because it's so dense, right? Nobody wants to live in an environment where you got to, you know, touch an elevator to get out. And who knows who had the Rona that last touched that button, you know, and ah, you know, it's just in a dense environment like that. People just left in droves. Okay, I don't want to be here because I don't want to die because the media was telling you, you know, if you breathed air at all, you were going to die. it was just, it was so clear. Get that vax, otherwise you're going to die. Get that vax, get that vax, you know, get that 14th shot so that, you know, you protect your neighbor, even though it doesn't prevent you from giving it to them. That whole drill. All these factors ultimately work together or if you want to see it, against cities that have gone down these routes. That's what you got going on. It's pretty simple. It's pretty basic. And the numbers, the numbers don't lie. Kind of like, what was that? Uh, Shakira with the the hips don't lie. It's like, uh, all right. Yeah. That's so true. You know, in basketball, you can do a head fake. You can go like that, and get somebody to move. You watch somebody's hips you can't fake those out. I mean, if you're Michael Jackson, maybe you can. But yeah, the numbers don't lie. All right. I'm going to leave you with that for now. Thanks so much for being here. I'm off to Seafair. i got four days of sea My boat. It's going to be epic. It's going to be 83, 84, and 86. The three days I'm going to be out there. The fourth day is an optional day. So you tell me where else in North America you're going to have 83, 84, and 86 the beginning of August. Uh, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Thanks for watching this. We'll catch up on the next one. Bye for now.